Alhamdulillah <laughs> أما بعض فأعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولقد أتينا لقمان الحكمة أن يشكر لله ومن يشكر فإنما يشكر لنفسه ومن كفر فإن الله غني حميد صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين All praises are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Master of the world Peace and salutation Durood and salawat be upon our beloved Nabiya Kareem sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa sallam In great abundance forever and ever daiman abada Man salla alayhi amaratan wahida sallallahu alayhi ashara He who read one time the road upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allah Ta'ala will send tenfold of blessings upon that person. This is all one time the road upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allahumma salli ala sallam. We praise and thank Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with the wealth of Iman. Allah has blessed us to be from the Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us to come to the Masjid at the time of Jumu'ah. Allah Ta'ala Accept our salah, accept our namaz, accept every little broken effort of ours and Allah Ta'ala make it a means of our salvation in this one and the year after. Every time we start the, the Jummah program, I always mention Man Salah, that person who read one time the road upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah Ta'ala sends ten, ten, tenfold of blessings upon that person and we ask that every one of us should read. So we should read it loudly. And before I came for Jummah, I was just reading one of the 
one of the sayings of uh, in one of the kitab he mentioned that the following incident from a certain saint he said that he had a neighbor who was very sinful and i always urged him to repent but he would never listen after he passed away i saw him in jannah this person said that i saw this person who i always told him repent and ask allah for forgiveness but he never listened but when that person passed away then in his dream he sees that this friend of his is in jannah so he asked him how how come you in jannah he said i was once present in the gathering of a muhaddis a hadith scholar who said the one who recites the rule upon rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam allowed will be guaranteed jannah the one who recites the rule upon rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam allowed will be guaranteed jannah i thus recited the rule allowed and others did so as well hence we were all pardoned by allah taala and allah taala forgave us So let us all read. We all read now. Let us read abundantly and read it loudly. Inshallah, summa inshallah. This the road, which the road it may be, which action of ours, but some action of ours, Allah Taala will make it a means of and a, a means of us entering Jannah without any reckoning. Allah accept our ibadat and make it easy for us that we can cross the pole without the speed of lightning and enter Jannah without any reckoning. Sheikh Shibli Rahmatullah Ali also mentions that one of his neighbors passed away and. After many years, he saw his neighbor in the dream. So he asked him, "How was your account with Allah Taala?" So he said that in my kabar, when Munkar and Nakir came to question me and asked me about Marabuka, Wamanabiyuka, Wamadinuka, the three questions, he said that I was unable to answer any of these questions. None of it was coming to mind. My mouth couldn't move. I couldn't answer any of these questions. So he said, "When this thought passed my mind, the Munkar and Nakir, they either decided now they're going to take him and they're going to punish him. And they said that this is the punishment because you could not guard your tongue when you were living in this world. You never guarded your tongue. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, 'Ihfad lisana, guard your tongue. Save guard your tongue.' So because the punishment of you not able to re- uh, answer this question is because you did not guard your tongue in the world. So he says, before the angels could punish him." A very beautiful and handsome person came in front and separated him away from the angels. They came in between him and the angels, and he interceded for this person. And after that, this person, this person who was in the kabar, asked, "Who are you?" He says that I am the darud that you used to read upon, you used to read in the world. Allah Taala made me in the form of a person, and I came to save you. So the more the root we read, the more Quran we read, the more ibadat we make of Allah Taala. Allah Taala will use this to save us from the azab of dunya, kabr, and akhirah. Inshallah. In the ayat that I mentioned, وَإِذْ قَالَ الْرُّكْمَانُ لِلْبَنِيِّ وَهُوَ يَعِذُهُ يَا بَنِيَّ لَا تُشْرِكْ بِاللَّهِ Allah mentioned in the Quran about Lukman alayhi salatu wasalam on the note of his wisdom. وَلَقَدْ أَتَيْنَا لُقْمَانَ الْحِكْمَةَ Allah Taala gave Luqman alayhi salam a lot of wisdom. On the note of that, Luqman alayhi salam gives his son advice, and Luqman alayhi salam was well known for his advices. Some of which are mentioned in the Quran, and some of some of which are mentioned in the Hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salam. On one occasion, Luqman alayhi salatu wasalam said to his son, "Among the many advices I gave you over time, I was listening to one of the bayans of Mawlana Ijazah Abdul Barakatum." And in this, he mentioned that there were about four thousand advices that Luqman Ali Salatu Wasalam gave his son. So Luqman Ali Salatu Wasalam tells him that I'm summarizing the four thousand ahadith, four thousand uh, advices, and I'm putting it into four. I'm summarizing and selecting four out of the lot today to highlight to you the four aspects. That will be held close to your heart and made part of your life. Not only for his son, but it was an advice for us also that we take these four advices from the many advices that were given 
We also can take these four advices, keep it to our heart and bring it into our lives, inshallah. Every one of these advices were very simple. The meaning was very clear. The meaning was very easy to understand. In terms of meaning and what is being said, it was very simple and easy to understand. So it will take almost a life, lifetime for us to bring these things. Almost a lifetime it will take for us to bring these advices into our life. But we should try and inculcate the advices of Luqman that he gave to his son. But firstly, when we want to bring something into our life, we have to be determined to do it. When a person wants to start, when a person wants to stay away from guna, then he must be determined from the bottom of his heart that I want to stop uh, committing sin, I want to stop committing guna. And then when his heart tells him now I'm ready to give it up and then he gives it up, Allah Ta'ala's help comes in and then he stays away from that thing. So in the same way, a person, a mu'min, he has to be determined to follow the advices of the Qur'an, to follow the advices given by Rasulullah via uh, Luqman Many, many a times, we are, people are giving us, uh, many a times, these things are given very little or no attention. Sometimes we give it very little attention or sometimes we give it no attention. And, uh, and we, uh, we as the Ummah of Rasulullah we feel that sometimes if we have these few things in our life, for example, if a person reading Salah, uh, keeping fast in the month of Ramadan, giving his Zakat, going for Hajj, completing the fundamentals of Islam, he feels that I'm doing enough for deen. I'm doing enough for Allah Ta'ala, I'm doing enough for Rasulullah and he doesn't worry about anything else. Deen pertains to every aspect of our life. But if we look at the entire deen, the entire deen, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا That Nabi Sallallahu was an example for the entire, for a, a pure example in every aspect of our life. We found the example and the teachings of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. There are things pertaining to our external self and there are things pertaining to our internal self. From the life of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we see there are things that pertain to our external uh, self and our internal self. And, and a person has to submit to the command of Allah in totality. That enter into Islam in totality. Deen is not we pick this and we leave this. We pick this. Deen is not uh, we follow it partially or we follow only some command of Allah. But Deen is a total religion which we have to follow and we have, which we have to try and bring in totality into our lives. Yes, definitely we cannot follow every command 100% like how the Sahaba did it. But we will inshallah try, we try our utmost to bring the command of Allah into our lives and to bring the sunnahs and the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam into our lives. For example, when a person says, when a person he hears someone pass away, he says, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. When he loses his money or his wealth or something, he says, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. When a person gets kidnapped, the first thing comes out, Allah make the first first word to come out from our mouth, must be the name of Allah, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. But let us ponder, sometimes we say these words but we don't understand it or we don't uh, ponder on the meaning. We are telling that everything, we belong to Allah and we are going back to Allah. So every ni'mat and every blessing that Allah Ta'ala gave us belongs to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And we are going back to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Everything in this world that we are using also belongs to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So bring, 
total submission to Allah, to the greatness of Allah, have our yaqeen and our trust on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and in this way Allah's help will come, on, come upon us. So the first advice Rahman alayhi salatu wa salam said, and it is a lesson for us that we have to see that these qualities are into our life also. Try our utmost inshallah that we bring the qualities we bring these qualities into our life. The first quality Luqman alayhi salatu wa salam told his son is kunta fi majalis nas that when you are with people, then be careful of your of what you speak. When you are with people and when you are sitting in a gathering or when you are sitting around people, then always watch what you speak. Now we know that the tongue is such a piece of flesh that there's no bone, but it can hurt people so much and it can bring uh, you know you can break you can break families through your tongue, you can bring disunity, you can bring hatred, enmity and animosity in the hearts of people through that one piece of flesh. And the one hadith of Rasulullah says that if that person guards that that is which is between his legs and that is which is between his lips, then guaranteed is for that person is Jannat. Guaranteed for that person is Jannat. Allah Ta'ala give us the ability to respect his elders and brothers. That the hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam also says, That when you, if you, you bring Iman on Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala in the last day of Qiyamah, that person who believes in Allah and believes on the last day, so when so the, the important thing is that Luqman salam says that when you are sitting with people they watch what you speak and nowadays uh, we may not be speaking with our tongue but we have an added uh, we have an extension of the tongue which is our phone and through the phone uh, using the phone as our tongue we are passing messages and sometimes we are passing messages of vulgar we are seeing messages of uh, obscene language we are seeing things of uh, nudity pornography all these haram things are coming into our lives which we need to take out and sometimes we pass remarks to people which later on we regret for passing and which we later on we regret for speaking words that we speak have been recorded always remember respected elders and brothers that whatever we do whatever a person does in this world that every action of ours today we can swear a person now now when i was driving through town one lady was parking on the road another guy came around her and he swore her and you know vulgar upon vulgar came out from his mouth he swore the lady and he suddenly his kind went away no benefit to him no benefit to that woman no benefit to anyone but he just it came out from his mouth Allah Ta'ala save us, Allah Ta'ala protect us that we stop using vulgar language and we don't hurt people, don't cause harm to people, don't cause enmity and animosity. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran that whatever a person does, it, will, it is recorded. It is recorded by the angels. And tomorrow when we are standing in the court of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, the hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says that we will come in, in the court of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala with truckloads of good deeds, truckloads of good deeds. And when Allah, when, the, when, when, when it will be said, right, see all these good deeds, okay, through his good deeds, or through my mercy, enter him into Jannah. Then one person will come and say, Allah Ta'ala, he swore me. Allah, he used vulgar on me. Allah, he stole from me. 
Allah he did this to me, Allah he did that to me. And while, while the people are complaining, Allah Ta'ala is commanding them, take away his good deeds, take away his good deeds, take away his good deeds, until he becomes a muflis. He becomes a muflis. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, do you know what is a muflis? A muflis is a person who comes in the court of Allah with truckloads of deeds, but he has nothing for him to enter him into Jannah, because all his deeds are taken away because he did not use the tongue in the correct way, or because of the misuse of the tongue, all his deeds went away. And Mawlana Ijazab Dhamma Barakatum gave this example, and he says a good person's actions will be drained out through these things. His salah, his sadaqah, his fasting, whatever good we did, Allah Ta'ala will take it away and give it to the people we caused wrong and we caused harm to. Mawlana Abraham al-Haq rahmatullahi who was also a senior alim of uh, in India but he was known as Muhi Sunnah he was an alim who brought Sunnah to life who tried his utmost best to bring Sunnah to life it is mentioned of him that once he was traveling in Makkah Mukarramah and he was uh, with his uh, Murid or the other people but they were traveling in a car and the driver put the aircon on but they were not feeling the cool the coolness of the aircon so the, the people sitting in the car asked, asked the driver, like, is your aircon not working? He says, no, it's working. They say, why we can't feel it? So then after much research, they saw that one of the windows in the back of the car was open. So they said, close the window. So when they closed the window, then they started feeling the cool wind. So Monana, 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 Abraham Haq, Rahmatullah Ali, said that let's take a lesson from this. That we do a lot of good things, salah, fasting, hajj, roza, zakat, charity. We do these things, good things around, but we fail to close the windows of guna. We fail to close the windows of guna. We are committing guna all the time. Uh, swearing, uh, causing, uh, swearing, uh, causing harm to people, causing enmity, animosity. So all these things when we do, because we left the window of guna open, then all these things come in, on the day of Qiyamah, all these good things that we did will be gone, will be blown away, and um, it will be of no avail to us in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we make our respect to Allah and brothers, that Allah ta'ala make it easy for us, that we can guard our tongue. In many ahadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam speaks about the tongue, that we should guard our tongue and save ourselves from uh, obscene talk, save ourselves from vulgar, save ourselves from causing any hatred between people. And it is a lesson for us, respected elders and brothers, that in our 40, 50, 60 years of our life, how much of harm did we cause to people, or how much of hatred did we cause in people, now is the time for us to ask for forgiveness, now is the time for us to amend our lives, amend the wrongs that we did. If we need to ask for forgiveness, we ask it now before we leave this world. Because in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's a different situation. In the court of Allah ta'ala, it, 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 it's different. All our good deeds will be gone because of all the bad that we did upon people. So we make dua, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept whatever has been said. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says in a hadith, I mentioned now, Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir, fal yakul khayran. Say good or keep silent. Say good or keep silent. So if you're sitting in a gathering, always think before we speak and then when we have to say something, we say good or we keep silent. And if we are using our phone uh, in place of our tongue, here also we say good things or we keep silent. Don't say anything. Because whatever we say today is recorded by the angels. Tomorrow when we're standing in the court of Allah, it's going to be brought in front of us.
And if these bad amals are brought in front of us and our good amals are there also, our good amals will be taken and given to the person who will be called harmful. We make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us to amend our lives, ask for forgiveness if we cause harm to anybody. Allah ta'ala make it easy for us to live, by, uh, live our life according to His command in the way shown to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We make dua for all the people that are sick, Allah ta'ala grant them shifai kamila, amina, mustamira, all the people that passed away. Allah fill the covers of nur, Allah grant them and us all maghfirat. Allah save them and us all from every kind of azab of dunya, qabr, wal akhirah. And we make dua, Allah ta'ala make the last word to come out from our mouth. Be la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbila. Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Alhamdulillah <laughs> Allahu <laughs> 
أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا من يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصي ما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حيان عثمان وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدة شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله اللهم اغفر العباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعلى كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحب أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير القرون قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي الغربة وينهان الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العلي العظيم يذكركم وادعوه يستجب لكم ولذكر الله تعالى أعلى وأولى وأعز وأجل وأتم وأهم وأعظم وأكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله أحمد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاة وأطلقوا بالسلاة وأطلقوا بالسلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الشراط المستقيم شراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا ألم نشرح لك صدرك ووضعنا عنك وزرك الذي أنت 
قد ظهرك ورفعنا لك ذكرك فإن مع العسر يسرا إن مع العسر يسرا فإذا فرغت فانصب وإلى ربك فارغب الله أكبر أمي الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له أحد الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله ربنا <تصفيق> اللهم إنك عفو كريم رحيم تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم اللهم ربنا اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وقنا عذاب النار بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء ونفذ ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من البرص والجنون والجذام وسيء الأسقام والدين اللهم إنا نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والقديمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل اسم اللهم إنا نسألك أن لا تجعلنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا دينا إلا قضيته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا ولدا إلا أصلحته ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا والآخرة فيها لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها لنا برحمتك يا رحم الرحمين اللهم اغفر لهم ورحمهم وادخلهم في الجنة اللهم اغفر لهم ورحمهم وسكنهم في الجنة اللهم اغفر لهم ورحمهم وربحهم في الجنة اللهم اجعل قبورهم روضة من رياض الجنة اللهم اشف مرضانا اللهم اشف مرضانا اللهم اشف مرضانا ومرض المسلمين وارحم موتانا وموت المسلمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وارنا مناسكنا وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد وبارك سلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله